As small business owners and photographers, we face lots of challenges in our business. But if there's one thing that isn't terribly challenging, it's finding ways to educate ourselves, right? The options out there are almost limitless. In fact, the biggest challenge sometimes is just sorting through the good from the bad and finding the things that you actually need. This podcast itself is a form of education, and of course, on the podcast, I have talked about the courses that I teach, I've talked to other educators out there, I've talked about the conference that I run, and all of those are ways that you can learn the things that you need to learn to run a profitable, sustainable business. But one model of education that we really haven't spent any time talking about, and which is certainly one of the most valuable forms of education is one-on-one mentorship. Today, I'm talking with Australia-based photographer and mentor, Maz Peterson. And as a photographer of eight plus years and a mentor of over three years, she has a really great perspective, not only on when one-on-one mentorship is the right solution, as opposed to one of the many other forms of education out there, but also how to take the best advantage of mentoring, what to look for when you're hiring a mentor, and then what the mentorship process actually looks like. I think you'll find this conversation really interesting and actionable, whether you've hired mentors in the past or whether this is something that is a brand new concept to you and is just food for thought. Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. My name is Anami Tonkin, and I help photographers run profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. Each week on the podcast, I cover simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use to earn more money in a more sustainable way. Running a photography business doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it, and I can show you how. Peterson, welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. How are you today? I'm really good, Anami. I'm so excited to be here and chat to you. I know. I'm so excited too. We have had an online friendship now for almost, I mean, we're going on a year. (laughs) And it is, this is the first time that I can recall. Maybe we were on a couple of Zoom calls, like with lots of people together, but this is the first time I've had a chance to chat one-on-one with you. And and I'm excited. It is 6 a.m. where I am and 9 p.m. where you are. You're in Byron Bay, Australia, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I live just out of Byron Bay, so in the beautiful hinterland just behind Byron. So, yeah, yeah, beautiful part of the world. Truly one of the most spectacular places in the world. And right now, I would give anything for a cup of your coffee. (laughs) Yes, Australian coffee is my favorite anywhere. So anyway, well, it's so exciting to have you on. We are going to be talking about mentoring today. and. I feel like mentoring and like hiring a mentor or finding a mentor is one of those things that a lot of photographers have on their list on their like, I'm going to do this one of these days, but it, I feel like it can feel pretty nebulous and pretty confusing. Like how do I, how do I find a mentor and all that sort of stuff. So I'm really excited, you know, that on this podcast, my favorite thing is to make the overwhelming not overwhelming and to find ways to to make these things really actionable and easy. And I feel like this conversation has the power to help a lot of people, especially as we sort of close out 
one year and move into the next year when people are really looking to make like good solid changes in their business. So, so this is a good one. I'm excited about it. Yeah. And it's talking about it as well, because like you said, we're closing out the year and people are setting goals for their business for the year, like next year going forward. And, you know, some people are coming out of the pandemic slightly, they're able to work. So lots of, yeah, lots of exciting things are happening. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to have you start out just by telling us a little bit about your background as a mentor and maybe working with mentors yourself. Yeah, so I've had my photography business for eight years now, and I have pretty much been full-time ever since I started. I have been shooting primarily weddings and families, and then in the last five years been mentoring other photographers as well. And what really brought me to mentoring and trying to coach other photographers was that when I started out, I felt like it was such a lonely journey. I was starting out as this new photographer in a um, fairly small town. And although there were other photographers, there was no real social network between them. There was really nowhere to go to find information and I think a lot of people will nod their heads and recognize this. The first few years of business is really tough, but because you're learning by making mistakes, basically. So, yeah, that's kind of what brought me onto mentoring and really wanting to help other photographers sort of jump, jump ahead a little bit faster than what I did. And, yeah, being able to have someone there to help you along the way is just yeah, it's amazing. It's, yeah. A while ago I did an, a podcast episode about like use your map or find, I can't remember, follow your map, but it was talking about like trying to navigate the, the, the many twists and turns on the path of entrepreneurship and being a photographer. And one of the things that I said in there, I'm pretty sure it was like, I'll look it up and put it in the show notes, but it was an early episode, like one of the first 10. And, and one of the things that I talked about was, you know, we all create these maps for ourselves, but we can really, we can have someone help us look at that map and determine whether we have like built any wrong turns in there or like show us shortcuts and things like that. And that really is the role as I see it of a mentor as someone who can sort of just they're not there to change your business into their business. It's like they're there to help shape your path and make it hopefully a little bit shorter and less fraught with potential mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it's even creating that map because I think a lot of people, and that I think applies to photographers starting out and also established photographers, sometimes we can get a bit lost in the process. So Mm -hmm. having that overview can be difficult because we spend so much time like working in our business with all the other jobs at the back end and, you know, with our clients. So we kind of lose overview of like, you know, the big picture and where we're going. Yeah. So sometimes it's even like creating that map for new photographers, for example, you know, I I think a lot of people struggle to get past the whole, well, I have a pretty website and I have some pretty photos on there. So what do I do now? Like, how come am I not booking any clients, you know? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Although I have to say it took me 
many years in my business to ever get around. I took a lot of classes and workshops and things like that, but actually hiring a one-on-one photographer, I th- I mean, it's only been in the last few years that that was something that I felt willing to do. And I think part of that just stemmed from a confusion about what the differences were. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like what, you know, what is, what is hiring a mentor versus going to a conference versus going to a workshop or, you know, or any of those kinds of things? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that, I think I'm probably similar in my journey. I definitely started out by doing lots of workshops. I did some online courses because that's kind of all that was available. I didn't know of any mentors in my area or even online at the time when I was starting out. So yeah, similar path to yourself. I would say like the biggest difference between workshops or online courses and mentoring is that I guess in a workshop, you're likely to go somewhere for a full day or maybe even a couple of days. If it's like a conference thing, you can obviously get through a lot of content, uh, a lot of different content in a full day or two full days, sort of touching on different topics, whether it's to do with the creative side of your business or the business side, you'll get to network and meet other people. So that's like a big bonus of doing workshops, obviously. And from that, you can definitely get like a real sort of boost of like creativity and be inspired like by hearing other people um, present and just chatting to others in the industry. But one thing with the workshops or sometimes online courses is that uh, everyone is taught the same content. So the 10 people, the 20 people or however many that went to the workshop, they're all taught the exact same things. So it's not particularly individualized for your business and maybe your needs. Like I've certainly gone to workshops in the past where I've paid a lot of money thinking this was the thing that was really going to help me that year and kind of walked away thinking, oh, maybe that's not exactly what I needed at this point in time. And I would have probably benefited from something more personalized. The other thing with workshops or courses is that like once you've finished, you have to do all the work yourself afterwards. Generally, there's no one there to kind of, I guess, hold your hand or walk you through the process and give you that feedback. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of like the workshops and conferences. If you're choosing mentoring, it's a much more personalized process. Depending on the mentor, like obviously different mentors have different styles of how they're coaching their mentees, but generally it's a much more personalized thing where they like usually would start with some kind of questionnaire or introductory call or meeting where you're trying to tap into what is it that other photographer is struggling with, what are their pain points in their business, what is it they want to try and achieve and try and make a plan together of how you can help them achieve that. The other thing about mentoring is that all of this is completely personalized to you and your business. So you are getting ideas and you're getting strategies and all these things that your immediate, I guess, competitors or other people in your area 
in in business like they're not getting the same ideas they're not all going to go out and do the exact same thing so that's like a something that really sets mentoring apart from for example attending um, a workshop it can also be done a lot more at your own pace I guess I think one of the things that took me a long time to come around to and one of the things that you kind of touched on there is the fact that in the beginning of you know, of my career or of any photographer's career, you're sort of at this place where you need information on a whole lot of different topics, or you need help with a whole lot of different things and guidance with a whole lot of different things. And, and so it, at that point, a conference or a workshop seems like the better value because you're getting sort of this like widespread of opinions and things like that. And not to knock workshops or conferences, I run one. (laughs) And so I definitely, you know, I think that there's a place for that and really good value in that. But I also feel like one of the things that can be most confusing when you're new is just the like wide variety of the content that people give you. So, you know, one person might say, this is the way you should do this. And this is going to change your life. And then, you know, even at the same conference, another speaker can come on and completely contradict that person. And both of those Uh people may be successful and whatever, but it's almost like you need somebody to help. I mean, it's, it's personalized, but it's also just like, you can only make so many choices. You can only run your business, you know, using so many different models or that sort of thing. So I feel like in that way, at the, in the early years, a mentor can be really helpful. And then by the time I got around to it, it was almost like, okay, when I go to conferences or if I take online courses at this point, 10 years into my business or whatever it was, eight years into my business, I know a lot of this content or I have my own system already in place and I don't need somebody else to, to tell me how to do it. Now I need feedback on, as you were saying, like my individual situation. I need somebody to like back up from the from the small nitty gritty and look at my big picture and help me move from here. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And not to say that like mentoring can also be helpful in the start though, because I guess you avoid that like confusion of getting all these different messages and, you know, from different people that are successful in their own ways and you can have someone sit down with you and like, I think if I had a mentor early on, I would have probably saved myself a couple of years of playing around with, you know, different software, like different workflows, different pricing and all this kind of stuff that I was struggling to work out in the beginning. Yeah, so definitely at all different points in your photography career, I think it has benefits. Hang on, guys. I have a quick message for you. Did you know that This Can't Be That Hard isn't the only podcast I host? Each month, my marketing director, Dana, and I team up to bring you a fresh injection of marketing ideas and inspiration on our other podcast called The Consistency Club. The podcast is free and available to any photographer looking to uplevel their marketing game, or you can take it one step further and join The Consistency Club, where you get the extended version of the podcast along with monthly email and social media templates, bonus trainings, and special access to the live marketing events we host twice a year. If you're interested in tuning in, you can search for and subscribe to The Consistency Club wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to join us in the membership, 
You can visit go.thiscantbethathard.com slash club to sign up. So walk me through what happens during a mentoring session. And I'm sure that this is different, you know, with different mentors and things like that. But you talked a little bit about starting out with maybe a questionnaire or a, you know, first time phone call. Where do you go from there? Yeah, so it depends a little bit on the person I'm mentoring and what I have signed up for. So I have a few different options. Like I have people come to me for a one-off, like one hour um, mentoring sessions, short and sweet. They have like a specific thing um, they want help with. Other people are wanting like a half day. It's like a three hour thing. So that's obviously more like really going into the nitty gritty parts of their business. And then I have people that are like doing a full uh, year coaching with me. So we catch up every month for a one hour session. So it, it does vary hugely depending on where you're at and what it is you're coming to me to get help with but generally yeah we will go through if it's a new person we will go through a questionnaire where I'm trying to find out where that person is at how long have they been in business for have they got things like you know all the back-end stuff so what does the website look like what kind of clients is it they're trying to find have they got all their workflow in place? What is their mindset like? Do they know how to run a profitable business? Like, do they know their numbers? It's something that I'm huge on and have been, yeah, just trying to fight really hard ever since I started out, actually. It's just photographers, like, really charging so they're running a profitable business. So that's probably one of the first thing, me personally, that I will ask someone when they come to me. Because once you work out some of all that back-end stuff, the other things kind of fall into place. Once you know your numbers, once you have a good workflow set up, once you have a solid website and you're talking to your right audience, then, you know, then all the other things kind of come quite easily, I find. Yeah. Personally, I find a lot of photographers, I guess because we're so creatively minded, most people have, you know, what I call a a pretty website. We have a pretty portfolio website with lots of beautiful photos on it. There might be a little bit of information on pricing, a little bit about me, and that is generally it. Yeah. I guess, yeah, a lot of photographers haven't really thought about, you know, what is the client's journey and exactly how are they going to behave when they go on your website where do you want them to click to next because you don't just want them to see the pretty pictures you want them to read some more about your process you want them to inquire with you so yeah that's a big part of the things that we go through the other thing I feel like people haven't worked out often haven't worked out like how to deal with inquiries you know, do you just send your clients an email and here's my pricing and hope for them to contact you again? Right. Or do you have a process in place? Do you call them or, you know, are you the kind of person that doesn't like talking on a phone? Is it all via email? Like there's so many things to dive into. If you want them to buy prints, like are you showing prints and products on your website and on your social media? All those kind of things. So, 
generally the back end stuff is where we start first and then it kind of goes onto the marketing. So it's, it can be a bit of an interesting journey sometimes because generally if people are struggling with getting bookings, they will come to me and be like, I've got a pretty website and I post on Instagram every day and I don't understand, like I'm getting no inquiries. Right. So, you know, it's, it's all about, yeah, getting the website up to scratch and then also thinking about the passive marketing in this, I think in the time we're living in at the moment, everyone is so focused on social media and I think a lot of people are seeing that as their main form of marketing and it's really such a small or should be such a small part of our marketing. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's kind of about, talking about all these other things that need to be in place before we go and say launch a campaign or launch a promo or launch a special deal to get clients in the door. Um, Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like, you know, of course, everything that you're saying right now, I am a hundred percent on board with like figure out whether you know, first things first, are we in a profitable place? And then it's like connecting those dots of, okay, great. I have this. Why isn't this happening? And whether that's, I have a pretty website, why am I not getting inquiries? Or like, I have all the clients I could possibly want. Why am I so frustrated by my business? Like what, you know, sometimes, and as you were saying in the, in the beginning, it, it's a lonely business. And part of that loneliness stems from the fact that we are constantly trying to problem solve our own issues, which is fine, but it's so helpful to get a third person read on that, which to your point from before, it's just not something that you are able to do in like a workshop where you've got 15 people there or 50 people there, you know, however many people it might be, you can't get that kind of individualized, personalized attention. So this is the part of this conversation that I am actually the most excited about, which is that I think that all of this stuff is like, yes, yes, yes. That's what I want. That's what I need. How in the world does one go about finding the right mentor for them? Yeah. So, I mean, if you had a friend that were mentored by someone and they came with amazing uh, references, you know, word of mouth, like obviously that's, that would be, you know, the best way because you already have the guarantee that someone else has had great mm-hmm. success working with them. Cause like you said, it's really hard to navigate. There are so many photographers out there offering mentoring or coaching. Me personally, I don't think it matters so much what their photos look like, whether you like the style of that photographer or not, is actually completely irrelevant unless you are looking for them to guide you on the creative process and not so much the business side of it. And what you really, if you're looking for help with your business, what you really need to find is someone that has run a successful business and a profitable business year after year. I'm not saying you have to have been in business for 20 years, but obviously you just need to have, you know, you need to show that you have been able to like, you know, stand your ground and gone through highs and lows and you're still here. You're still right. running a really successful business and you're able to 
you know, to pass on that experience to the people you're mentoring. I also think it's important to ask for some kind of proof. So if you have a mentor that's saying, I have this system in place or, you know, come and learn from me, you know, it's important to know that those systems are going to, you know, that they're working. You know, someone who's saying that, yeah, we're booking massive weddings and people are spending huge money on weddings and we're in the middle of a pandemic is probably not the real, you know, how it is right now. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously you have to be mindful, you know, that that person has some credibility and yeah, and they have some, had some experience coaching other photographers. So obviously photography groups would be a good spot to start asking for um, recommendations from other photographers, I think. Because then again, it comes from like a personal yeah. reference. It would be quite difficult, I think, to just go and search on Google and <laughs> find the perfect mentor for you. Yeah, and then also see if what they're offering is what aligns with you and your business. Yeah, and obviously different mentors have different styles. So some of them will want you to go through certain courses um, that they've created to kind of tick off the basic um, stuff, like your workflow, your running your numbers and all that sort of stuff before they get into the personal coaching. And others will have more of an organic pro approach, which is how I run my mentor sessions where I'll basically sit down and go through that person's business with them in person. So really individualized and we just jump straight to where it is they need help. So yeah, you've got to kind of work out, you know, those, those things like what fits the best with you and your business and where you're at. Right. So, you know, for people who are like, I know I need help, but I don't necessarily have a really clear sense of what I need help with. Do you feel like that would be, is there sort of a, an interview process or like a pre payment process <laughs> before someone dives fully in that they, you know, could reach out, maybe send an email to ask about the process that you would expect would be sort of a first step yeah, absolutely. So generally the conversation would start with someone reaching out to me either via a message or an email. And I will always email back asking a few more questions, telling them about, you know, what my, the things that I feel like I am really good at helping um, people with. And there's definitely areas that are not my forte because you want to make sure that when that person is looking to invest, that you are the right mentor for them right so there's definitely plenty of conversation beforehand I often jump on a phone call as well if it's possible with time differences and stuff just to have a little chat to make sure that they feel you know comfortable going ahead before they're booking it's really like I said it's so similar to someone looking to hire you for you know photography and booking you for a family shoot or for their wedding like you know yeah, I feel like I have to provide the same kind of, you know, trust and, and showing them that I have experience and this is what I can help you with. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of like the lead in. And then we kind of go from there with a more detailed questionnaire before we get into the actual one-on-one -on -one mentoring. 
Well, I think all of this is really going to be helpful and empowering. I think that one-on-one mentorship is something that is probably underutilized in the industry because it is often an investment that feels maybe a little bit bigger or more daunting because you're kind of putting your eggs in one basket. But Mm -hmm. on the other side, I feel like the, at least in my own experience, the accountability piece of it, and then also the, that individualization and like targeting exactly what it is that you need and what you are looking for. As long as you enter into the mentoring relationship as the As the person being mentored, if you come with a checklist of like, these are the things that I need to fix or I need to work on, you have the Mm -hmm. potential for making such giant strides with that one-on-one relationship that the money part of it is, is really often well spent. Yeah. And often it's like relatable to, you know, like booking an extra family session or whatever it is, and you have already paid for that mentor session you know one session like I can only speak from my own experience and the people that I have mentored you know one session can literally make such a huge difference in someone's um, business whether that's the marketing they go into and they suddenly get all these new ideas for things that they can put out there and you know next minute like within a few weeks of doing the work they're booking you know filling up their calendar or whether it's a mindset thing, you know, that one hour one-on-one with someone else can make such a difference. Yeah. Another thing to consider that we haven't really touched on, but just a really small thing I wanted to touch on is try and consider that whether you like, are you coachable, coachable? Because a lot of us that have been in business for a long time, like we have our set systems, we have the thing, like the ways that we like to do things. So it's really important when you go into mentoring that you are open to being coached and, you know, you are open to having someone look at your website, pulling out all the little nitty gritty things. Um, Sometimes it's, you know, it is literally pulling your whole workflow apart and it is looking at your pricing and it is being told maybe you're not charging enough, you know, like all those things. So it's really important to go into it with a really open mind and yeah, being coachable and wanting to make those changes because a mentor can give you all the strategies, you know, all the systems out there. But if you're not willing to do the work, then it doesn't matter how many mentor sessions you have. It doesn't matter how great your coach is. Like you have to be coachable yourself. You have to do the work. Yeah. One of the things that I'm really a big proponent of is if I'm going to go to the trouble to take a course, work with a mentor, any of those sorts of things, I sort of make a promise to myself at the beginning, especially if it's a topic that I don't know a lot about to begin with, that I am going to adopt whatever that system is or whatever that person is telling me, you know, giving me feedback about And I'm just going to sort of, if I'm making the investment monetarily and Mm time-wise, there is no point in me doing that if I'm not going to then take what they say and put it into action. So I am very much about, it's kind of like the first time you try to cook 
a particular recipe, I feel like you have to follow the recipe before you can then start uh-huh. making the recipe and putting this in and that in. And so, yeah, I think that that's really good advice for someone who's looking to hire a mentor. It's kind of like before you jump into that, maybe get into the mental headspace that this is a person whose mm-hmm. advice you're willing to kind of take as a whole, at least to begin with, and then you can sort of fine tune after the fact. Mm-hmm. Well, Maz, tell everybody here where they can find you. Your your photography work is beautiful, but perhaps they might want to find you from a mentoring perspective as well. So tell us where we can find you. So you can find me on my website, which is blackbirdtale.com. And there you will see a little tab that is for photographers. And you will find um, all the info there about mentor sessions, all my pricing and stuff is on there as well. Or you can send me an email via my contact form and yeah, I'd be more than happy to chat. It has been such a pleasure to chat with you. I hope that everybody out there goes and checks out your stuff. And and yeah, I hope that you have a lovely evening where you are. And, and I'm looking forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks, Anami. It was such a pleasure to chat to you. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Can't Be That Hard. I'll be back same time, same place next week. In the meantime, you can find more information about this episode, along with all the relevant links, notes, and downloads at thiscan'tbethathard.com slash learn. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Even better, share the love by leaving a review in iTunes. And as always, thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week.